Welcome back everybody to another episode of Blaze Reviews. I'm your co-host Freddie Inferno. And I'm your co-host Doom Bandit. And today we're doing a little catch-up. We've missed the episodes of What If. Uh, I'm, I believe it's episode six and seven. They uh, no, are. I think or, seven and eight. Because uh, seven and eight. Yeah. Doesn't matter, which, whichever <laughs> one it is. Um, but they are the uh, What If the zombies episode, and then the What If Killmonger killed the MCU episode. Uh, we'll start with the zombie one because that one was first, and then we'll go to, to the Killmonger one, following that one. Sweet. Um. Just like kicking it off here, I I really like the zombie one. Was was, was that your favorite one? Uh, mm, I I still think I, I like the first one more. The, okay. the like Peggy Carter one. Yeah, I I, I thought it would have been your favorite because of how big you are with the the zombie storyline in the in the in the comics, you know. Yeah, I mean, I I I I like the I like the zombie story the zombie storylines a lot. It's just like they, I liked how they did it here in 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 this episode but the way they leave so many questions like unanswered and just yeah. all kinds of things like <laughs> i was just like man dude like i need more from this like I, like give me a whole six episodes on just the zombie outbreak yeah no honestly even me for like i'm not big on any zombie storyline like superhero or not um yeah I, I i was i was pissed at the ending i was like like i wanted more closure uh another thing that that i didn't like i was I was expecting to see more with that with that Spider-Man and the and the Doctor Strange coat, but I mean he didn't even, you know, really much like, like I thought we were fixing to see like a, a Supreme Spider-Man, like a Sorcerer Supreme Spider-Man, but yeah. Yeah, like um like I I know that they explained that vision is the reason why like why like T'Challa was able to like survive, but like why only him? Like, like, why not someone else? Like, why not someone that's smarter? Like, Vision? Like, why doesn't he go get like, like Hulk or yeah, like well, someone like that? They made it seem like he had already ran through a few people by the time he got to Black Panther. Um, like, so, you know, since he was trying to, I guess, save Wanda. Um, uh, just touching on that on that subject too. I like how they brought that in because in one of the What If comics or or the the zombie storylines, uh, it's Hank Pym who's a uh, you know Ant Man who who like he's keeping uh, T'Challa like like almost frozen to keep him alive and he's he's eating him limb for you know limb by limb so i i like that they you know they 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 still paid homage to to that of it you know yeah and and like the the like big thing like in the comics like with the zombies is that they end up like so they start like on earth and then they they, they end up eating i think the the like silver surfer uh-huh. and so then because of that they're able to go into space and they start eating like whole planets Wow. And they eat um like I want to say like Galactus as well. Like he gets eaten too by them. Dude, it's that's just, like, dope. <laughs> yeah, like, like like it's like all this crazy stuff that happens like in the comics. Yeah. And then here I feel like they like there's so much that they could have done with this to where like zombies by itself is just so popular like in yeah. in like general media. Yeah. Like like most zombie movies regardless of if there's any like marketing or push behind it, like people are going to go watch it. So if you put zombies in the MCU, that, like I, I think it'd be like like one of their biggest projects. Yeah. Well, uh, also I feel like there is there's already been a couple what if episodes that seem like they could come back and and you know basically have a part two you know in seasons to come. And I feel like this episode is one of them, especially with what you're saying now. You know, a part two could be you know we could see what happens when they go back to Wakanda and and then like you said you know maybe they you know end up 
uh, the zombies end up leaving Earth because it did show Thanos as well. He was already a zombie and he had the gauntlet and all he needed was was the, uh, you know, the, the soul stone from vision but either way when i seen that that i think that's what left me with the most questions like okay is you know is he about to take over the universe as a zombie with the gauntlet now or what so yeah yeah so uh like 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 that ending is also like it's it's like so badass to see it and then it's also like oh the biggest tease it's like it's it's like why do you stop there (laughs) like yeah like, like keep going get like Give me more, man. Yeah, d- that's definitely exactly how I felt. And like I said, even me, that I'm I'm not a big zombie fan just in general. I seen that and I was like, no, nah, I, I need more. I need I need that closure. <laughs> yeah, uh, like like it, it, it it's just there's so much that, that, that they can do with the zombies. And I I I like the cast that they chose to have as like as the survivors. Oh like, yeah, like there were some there that was like, oh okay, cool. Like like this is who we expect. So like for Spider Man and and like Bucky, you know, like 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 they're, they're hard people to kind of fool. And Spider Man, like with the Spider Sense, like like most things can't get to him. Yeah. And like Bucky being this like super powered assassin, like he won't take things for granted. He'll he'll see things how they are and kind of just handle them. Yeah. And then you have like different ones. So that was the first time that we saw um uh the the, the like Wasp and 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 like one of these, and like she would like like held it down too, and she was like. Like she honestly was a like total badass like, like in the episode, like going yeah. all giant too. Oh yeah, that that was freaking sick. Yeah, I I didn't expect her to get like that much shine in, in that episode. Yeah. But yeah, it was good like secondary characters that we had to see. Cause also in there it was uh 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 like Happy was in there. Oh and, yeah. And, <laughs> the little uh, video. Yeah, and like Sharon Carter was also there. So it, like it and it, it's other characters that we don't get to see shine as much. Yeah. So, and so honest- like that was badass. Yeah, and honestly, I think for that reason is is why it's not one of my favorite ones, but it is up there. Um, you know, as as far as like if I had to rate them so far on, on you know the uh, all the episodes we've we've had so far uh, it, it's it's up there so it I, w- I was disappointed in some in some things you know like i said the 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 spider-man with the with the dr strange code and yeah the cliffhangers and everything but for the most part i think it was just still like you know just well around a, a, a good episode yeah and uh like i mean i was saying this whole time like like they can do so much with this and like any yeah. with thanos as a zombie with the stones already yeah and like they're going back to wakanda and they have like the last stone that he needs. And I'm like, man, like, why you end it there, man? Like, yeah. like, 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 why you give me this tease? Where, yeah. like, honestly, they'll probably pick back up this storyline in, in the second season. I think so too. That that's what I feel like. This one and the and the the T'Challa Star Lord one will be two for sure that they'll pick back up on because uh, the T'Challa Star Lord ended with Ego, you know, finding finding Peter Quill. Yeah, so, it's true. It's true. Yeah, so I know that I feel like there was another one that I that I felt like could have that they could come back to, but I can't remember. Uh, but I know those two for sure. I feel like they they could definitely come back to. Well, also, I mean, like pretty much all of them, like, they 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 leave it to where they can pick it up at the end. So, yeah, like, if they really wanted to, yeah, they could. Yeah. So so like that was the the. Like the like Peggy Carter one, it was the yeah. like Star Lord one. Uh, what else was there? There was the after that one was the uh, what w- w- after that one wasn't it when when Ant Man kills all the Avengers or no? That's yeah, the yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, 
there's that one. So like they can pick up where like Loki, like like he's taking over the earth. Like right, okay. Like, there's so much to, that like, yeah. like pretty much every single one of them. Like they, like they can go back into it and pick it up from there. Yeah, I just feel like those two were like the cliffhangers that that stuck with people. You know, like I I feel like, and I think that's kind of what they're gonna go ba- based off is like I guess well at least I would assume. Um, you know, like fans' reactions and basically the demand, and I feel like that's where they're gonna go. Like, okay, wh- who who wants to see more of which episode? And I think that they'll go from there. You know, yeah. Um, oh, like ultimately though, like like this one probably is like 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 one of my favorites. But it just leaves me with so much. Like it 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 leaves me wanting so much more. Yeah, where I can't put it first because I like I just keep thinking like, oh man, like they could do this and do this and do this. I'm just like. Damn, yeah. man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, With that, we'll, we'll go ahead and transition now into... To Killmonger. The Killmonger kills the MCU. Well, no, it was if Killmonger saved Tony Stark. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I think he only kills Tony, and I, for, I think it's like maybe one more person. But yeah, um, that this one for sure... Top like my top number one favorite one. Um, it, it was just it, I don't know, dude. It was it was freaking badass. Like, what what stuck with you the most, or, or or what did you pick up from it? Um, he is just like as ruthless a character as he was, like like in the movie. Yeah, and I'm glad that they kept that as his character. Yeah, like he like kills Tony. He like kills Rhodey. Like he killed. Oh like, yeah, that's who else it was. Yeah, and then like like he makes these suits like out of the vibranium. And well, well, uh, uh, it's Tony that makes a suit out of vibranium to kill Killmonger, and then Killmonger ends up beating it and then killing Tony. Like, yeah, it's and, just and, crazy. And just to kind of like recap for you, the 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 reason Tony Stark and Killmonger have linked up is okay. In in the reason I like this one, it's it's not really a retelling from the movies, like I feel like most of the other ones are, but it it just maybe like the first five minutes are. So it starts off like the I you know from the the scene from Iron Man one where he's in that you know the the army Hummers and and they get bombed. So the bomb that lands right next to him that blows up that that gives him that hole in his chest where he ends up putting the the what's it called the arc reactor right? Yeah, yeah, where he you know so. Killmonger comes when that bomb is is lands next to him and he throws it in the sky, preventing Tony Stark from ever becoming Iron Man. Um, so he ends up like he doesn't need these suits that he's helping Killmonger build. Um, so he yeah he basically becomes like I, I, like his puppet almost. Yeah, and and like that twist is like really good because like we know that Killmonger has been like in the special ops and in the army, in the background of the MCU for so long, and to see that that they moved up his point in time to come in at that point. Yeah. I, I think that's really good. Um, yeah. <clears throat> like, Even though it's like a different universe, I still kept asking like, no, but how's he there? Like, he, <clears throat> he was younger. Or he wasn't Killmonger yet. Or, you know, I was, just, I was, at, I, I, I was asking too many questions and I was like, just watch it, just enjoy it. Take it for what it is. <clears throat> nah, I, I, I think he was uh, like, Killmonger, like like already like already at, like at that point, yeah. Okay, okay. Because uh, like I, I I would put him and like T'Challa like around the same age, uh huh. And, and and I would put him around probably like thirty five to forty each. Like like they're not twenty five, yeah. yeah. But th- like I would put them in that thirty five to forty range. So like I, and that's ten years prior. So he's maybe twenty five to twenty eight somewhere in there. So yeah. Like, I think that's like realistic for him. Okay. Okay. Yeah. He's like starting off that that Killmonger reputation. So. Yeah, um, and then like the the way that he sets everything up, like he goes and 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 like he kills Rhodey, but like but 
like Tony has like everything like like under camera on all of his stuff, so he sees it and that leads to him like confronting Killmonger. And like to me, I'm just like, dude, like Tony, like like you're not Iron Man, <laughs> so like you have to to have more than just his robot. To yeah. take down Killmonger, man. Like, come on. Yeah, and and he he traps he traps both of them in inside his you know his little mansion or whatever. He has some like uh what do he like some some safety protocol where you know the, there's a whole bunch of shutters come down. So he now he just trapped himself into an enclosed space with, with an assassin, and he has no training compared to him. Yeah, which like makes like like no sense at all. Um, yeah, that was pretty dumb. Yeah. <laughs> And then uh just like the the whole thing where where like he after that he heads to Wakanda and fucking Wakanda, yeah. And and that that yeah, he was he's like that that whole plan was just like like you know, he's a mastermind for that plan, I feel like. You know, he he came in and made Tony's like him and his business collapse, or not his business, but just him and killed him and then goes to Wakanda and just pins them both against each other, like, all right, fight. Like like, you know, just do do he he had them do all the heavy work for him. Yeah, and and like there were so many points like, in the big fight, like in Wakanda, where I, where I was expecting, I was like, okay, like he's gonna turn and kill someone, he's gonna do yeah. something here. Yeah, that that's what I was that's what I was waiting for too. And then they, uh, I I, I want to say they go like on a mission, right? Or oh no, um, uh, T'Challa's not there, right? No, yeah, okay, so T'Challa's already. Uh, how does he die? Killmonger kills him, right? How does he kill him? I, oh yeah, it's 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 whenever uh Killmonger's still on Tony's side and and he has like uh that's when he kills Rhodey. Yeah, they're going to get some some vibranium. So he oh he, okay yeah yeah he kills him right there with like some some what was it like a blast gun or something? Yeah, uh, it, the 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 it, it was some some like sound radiance thing. Yeah, yeah. So so that's how he kills uh Black Panther, and then he also kills Rhodey too at the same time. Yeah, which is nuts that he kills two like. Avengers, like like they're not Avengers at that point, but two like future members of the Avengers right there, and and, and then he also kills Tony later on. Yeah, honestly, they should have called this one "What If Killmonger Killed the MCU" because that's basically what he did. <laughs> like he was putting dudes like like in body bags, like, which is with, nuts with no hesitation. Yeah, which I was surprised by because I was like, okay, I know he's a killer in the actual movies, but for this being a cartoon, which you know, I know some kids are still watching it. Like this one had a lot of deaths, but I mean that's what I like. So. Yeah, uh, th- like this, this one definitely was like one of my favorites to watch just because like, it can be its own standalone thing. Like, yeah, like, yes, they pick it up from where like Iron Man 1 kind of starts, but then it takes this entirely just different, just like direction, which is exactly, nuts. exactly, which is yeah. like not what every other like episode does. Like, for the most part, the, the first one for, for, for Peggy Carter, it, it kind of follows the, the whole timeline, exactly, like, of the Captain America movie. Yeah, and same thing with the T'Challa Star Lord for the most part. I mean, he 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 does things better than what Peter Quill would have did, but you know, uh, you know, I feel like for the most part, it's still yeah, same same storyline. They they have to go to the collector and whoop de woo. So yeah, so uh, I I like how they have this whole just different kind of like like whole universe just like just for Killmonger, which is yeah. totally badass. Yeah, yeah, I I definitely enjoyed that. Like I said, I, because of that, that, that's definitely my my number one favorite right now. And then right right under that would still be the T'Challa Star Lord one. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, I think what else happened in this one? 
Uh, I feel like I feel like after the war, yeah, I I can't remember. Does does he kill T'Challa's dad, or does the like does he go on without them ever finding out? I I honestly no, can't um, remember. Um, um, I know that he doesn't kill his dad, but he does do the the like fruit ceremony, and he meets uh T'Challa on the the like the spirit world, right? Yeah, or, yeah. And then that's where like like uh like he tells him like oh like be careful like like what you want to do and all this different kind of stuff which is cool to see that he like 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 interact with him again yeah um i'm trying to think outside of that though like it it sets up for him to become like like the black panther and to kind of lead wakanda into the future yeah like like he's the next king that's why i can't remember exactly how i want to say it ended with without them finding out that he killed t'challa like like he still has them you know under that impression i i think yeah, I, I, I like want to think. I like want to say so too. Toward like they still don't know that it, that it was him. Yeah, yeah, because I want to say that was probably one of the cliffhangers that's that stuck with me and like, you know, almost pissed me off too. Like, no, I need more. You know. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. So so just real quick recap. So we're not talking about the eighth episode. Uh, Alex hasn't watched it yet. There's been problems with this like streaming stuff. Yeah, so I'll, I'll be watching that tonight. Actually, got I, right before we hopped on, I got everything squared away. So I'll be watching episode eight tonight and episode nine tomorrow. Tomorrow, yeah, right, as soon as it comes out. So yeah, and then uh, we'll talk about those next week. Uh, kind of like just like this again, this like double like like knocking both out at the same time kind of episode. Honestly, depending on how big the ninth episode is, we might just do it by itself. I was gonna say too because we got to keep into consideration. Venom comes out this week, and I definitely want to talk that about is. that. Yes. Yeah. I. I. And yeah, we we plan to watch that this Saturday, guys. So we would definitely have a review for that ASAP. So, yeah. So then we we might need to uh like double up then this week. Yeah. Honestly, I was kind of already thinking that. I mean, we we could hit it if not tomorrow, Thursday, or Friday. Uh, hit the last two episodes. Uh, since like I said, I'll be watching them tonight and tomorrow. So. All right, yeah, uh, that that's potentially on the board here. Yeah. Um, real quick recap though, uh, our comic book reviews are now pre-recorded, so yes. uh, so they are recorded at, at a separate time from the main recording, which is this, and we will be doing so. This since this is the Hispanic Heritage Month, it's been funny as hell on Twitter and like yes. social media. Uh, we do have our Spanish comics, or not not Spanish, but like Hispanic. Latinx comics. comics, yeah, yes. Um, so we will be going over some of those and reviewing some of those as well. So yes, speaking of, uh, before we headed out or wrapped up, I, I wanted to cover with y'all. You know, like he said, we we've been pre-recording these comics uh, reviews, and uh, I, I I've been having some trouble getting to the comic book store. So a lot of the comic book reviews that I've been sending Freddie uh, the pre- of the pre-records is just stuff that I've you know either read in the past or just older comics that I, you know, wanted to read for fun and, and covered for y'all. But um, I finally went to the comic store. I got some new stuff, uh, some stuff to follow up on that we've covered in the past and just some brand new stuff in general. So we can get back on a, on more of the modern reviews. Cause I, I definitely like, like sticking to more of the modern, you know, cause I feel like that's what more people are reading. Um, so the first one I, I'm, I'm going to be, uh, I'm not covering it now, but you know, I'm gonna just give y'all the names that I got. I got this badass universal comic of Spider-Man that my brother-in-law brought me from universal studios. Um, very addition freaking sick as hell symbiote spider-man so we'll see what that's about uh, i got black manta issue one of six uh i got the last three issues of home three four and five um i got pennyworth which is about alfred pennyworth uh you know 
Batman's Butler. So I got issues one and two of seven. So hopefully I'll be able to get that whole series. And then I got Reptiles two, three, and four. Um, I know I covered issue one a while back. So um, I definitely try to stock up on them so I can, you know, bring y'all as many reviews as possible in case I in case I go on another hiatus of, of going to the comic store. Yeah, and then uh, we will be doing the Reptile and the Home uh, talk for, and like reviews like like together as well. So the, those yes. will be on on the main the live recording record yeah. together. Definitely, yeah, because that th- that'll be part of our Latinx uh, episode. Um, you know, if if y'all don't remember, like we talked about before, they both have a lot of Hispanic representation, and then we have the uh, what, what what's the name of that the one Marvel's doing the voices. Uh, oh yeah, uh, it's uh, Marvel. It's something like it's like Marvel voices, but it's for like uh for the yeah. I want to say there's a Spanish word in there, and I can't believe I don't remember it. Yeah, because um, Marvel has a few voice uh, series titled voices. They have voices pride and voices. Uh, I forgot which other ones I've seen at the comic store. Um, but yeah, so I want to say it's October thirtieth or November thirtieth that the Hispanic one's coming out. Um, I want to say it comes out in October. Okay, and I okay. do know that that uh that like Miles Morales will be like one of the lead characters like like in it as well. Yeah, the, I'm I'm excited for that, and for I want to say it's a uh, Miss America Chavez who's in. There. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a lot of people been saying. I guess they've been wanting uh, them to collab on in a comic book together, and I guess this is technically the first one where they're going to be in it together. So uh, I'm I'm excited to see that. Yeah, and uh, with that, we're we're gonna go ahead and wrap it up here today. Uh, y'all know who it is. I am Freddy Inferno. Uh, be sure to go check out my YouTube. I just posted my first video on there. Uh, it's a wrestling one. If y'all like wrestling, check it out. If y'all don't, share it with, with those that do like wrestling. Um, and y'all know where to find me. I'm in front of every major platform. And I am your co-host, Doom Bandit. You can find me at Twitter, Instagram, and Reddit at Doom Bandit 23 And with that, we out. We out. What's going down from H-Town to Yo-Town? It's Doom Bandit coming at you again with another comic review for blaze reviews today i'm going to be talking about two single issue comics uh the first one being invincible issue number one and transformers um guest starring spider-man issue number three from i can't see the year on here oh let me see right here from eight nineteen eighty three. uh so Definitely an older comic, the Invincible one, uh, to my understanding, was a reprint, so it also is another older issue, um, but I could be wrong. Some of the pages in the uh, in the comic um, had some scenes from the TV show, so I'm not sure if it is a reprint or if maybe they kind of re-edited it or whatever, but just jumping right into it, I'm going to start off with Invincible. Um, important to the story, I'm going to say highly important only because of how big Invincible has gotten after the cartoon, you know, after the TV show. <clears throat> Excuse me. I've, I, I've had a few Invincible comics. I have a few Invincible comics. Um, I haven't read, though, uh, and they're not reprints. You know, I've had them since before the cartoon. Um, and I, I just never really got into them. Um, I, I always thought it was just one of those comics that, you know, nobody really ever read, which they didn't. Um, but surprisingly enough, they made a cartoon out of it. So uh, my friend, you know, Freddie... He went out and got the uh, the the first issue reprints and brought me back one a while back and I just I'm barely now getting to it. So important to the story, I'm gonna go with highly just because of uh, of of how connected it is now. 
um, rating it uh, just in general uh, overall I'm gonna go with uh, for this issue I'm gonna go with three stars um, there wasn't no action uh, it was basically just uh, just mark finding his powers kind of like the first few episodes of Invincible um, except this one at the end of the issue it doesn't show his dad killing off the uh, the Guardians of the Globe um, so there, there was a few there was a few uh, panels on here that that had like it was it was pretty like uh, like it was exactly like the cartoon so that's why I'm saying I don't know if the cartoon picked up from the comic or if maybe when they did the reprint you know they, they tweak some things just to kind of uh, you know have the comparison there a little bit um, but nonetheless uh, it's still pretty good but three stars just because uh, nothing too big in this issue happened um, pop moments uh, I'm gonna go ahead and go with three stars as well. Um, like I said, uh, I mean there is a little bit of action once he finds his powers uh, It shows him fighting that rock guy the dude with the with the rock like skin uh, from breaking from breaking into a bank um, And right after that his dad sees him and, and you know tells he introduces him to the guy that makes him the costumes um, and Of course the dude, you know I don't know if y'all remember from the cartoon. He, he doesn't know what kind of costume to make for Mark. So he tells Mark to come up with a name. Um, and at the end of the, at the end of this issue, uh, Mark gets in trouble for fighting at school. Um, and the principal said, uh, that bully was twice your size. Just be careful. You're not invincible. Uh, so in the comic that I guess that that's how he comes up with the idea for his name. I can't remember if that's how it happened in the, in the cartoon. Um, but I know it was some, something similar to that, but I don't think it was spot on just like this, uh, threat level as of right now, it's less than one safety of the city. Um, but given, given what we've seen in the cartoon, I'm pretty sure it'll eventually, um, the rest of these issues will jump up to, you know, a, a, a th uh, threat level number three or threat level number four. And then moving on to Transformers, uh, this one uh, says it's number three of a four-issue limited series. Um, this comic I got at a spot called the Houston Attic that that Freddie took me to, um, where he the, this guy here it's a small little shop upstairs of a clothing store uh, where he just has a whole bunch of vintage stuff, vintage clothes. Um, you know, the I'm not gonna say vintage comics because he had a very small stack of comics, um, but there was some there, and he has a lot of pop toys and just uh just a lot of pop culture things. Um, and, and most of it being vintage. I mean, he does have some newer things in there, but most of it was vintage. Um, so I saw that this Transformers issue there. There was another Transformers issue that I got as well on the same day, same place, same time. Um, but I didn't read that one yet. Um, so this one, like I said, is issue number three of a four-issue limited series. It's called The Transformers More Than Meets the Eye, guest starring Spider-Man. Um, Importance of this one. I'm gonna go with very low um, Transformers they have they have been known to have you know comics with Marvel and with other comic publishing companies um, They've had cartoons and of course movies that everybody loves um, So not saying that the Transformers are not important, but just this comic in general uh, I'm gonna go with low importance. I've, I've never seen this crossover before uh, the fact that spider-man was crossing over with the Transformers is what drew my eye uh, rating it Overall rating, I'm going to give it a two-star only because how old this comic is from the 80s. One thing I don't like about comics from like, you know, the 80s and even the early 90s, um, especially comics that have to do with like science stuff like this. So in other words, like, you know, the X-Men or Fantastic Four or, you know, uh, comics like that where there has to be a lot of explaining about what's going on. Um, 
it kind of takes the fun away for for me at least because there's there's so many small panels and they jam pack so many so much dialogue into it that it's it's just kind of it gets confusing at times um so i'm i'm gonna go with two stars uh overall for this one and the reason i say confusing is because um well with a comic like this and, and other comics that that uh, generally do the same thing that this comic did like fantastic four and whatnot you know it'll have the dialogue like whoever's narrating and then it'll have the dialogue like someone who's talking or someone who's thinking whatever they're thinking but there's so many characters in the issue and like i said there's so many panels and they jam pack so many di so much dialogue into one panel sometimes it gets kind of confusing to tell who's saying what so it, it definitely with older comics like this or comics with with a lot more dialogue um you definitely have to take your time reading it um and and actually like pay attention and and just like literally look at every detail um and given how old this comic is some of these words were kind of like fading a little bit some of the letters even the pictures were a little blurry i mean this this is artwork from the 80s so um two stars overall but just looking at how far comics have come like just reading this and and then thinking back to what you know me and freddie have been reading it's it's fun seeing how far comics have come how much they've improved with dialogue and stuff like that and and you know just not just making it more fun for the reader more easy for the reader um and and just less confusing you know to determine oh who's saying what who's narrating who Who's, who's speaking on this panel, you know, who's fighting, whoop-de-woo. Because, um, yeah, since these panels were so small and essentially all the Transformers are just, you know, box robots um, and they all kind of have the same colors, it was, it was kind of hard to tell who was fighting in each panel unless their name was said, which most of the time it was because, I mean, back then they, they knew what they were working with when they were making this. Uh, pop moments, the pop moments, I'll give it higher than a two stars. I'll go ahead and give it like a 3.5 because there was a lot of action um just like i said it, it's it just it, the all the dialogue and the explaining and and i feel like it was just uh, overwhelming uh, uh it, it was overwhelming with dialogue and with uh, explanations of what was going on in the story um that's one thing i've noticed with older comics too uh, they explain everything a little too much um i don't know if people just you know didn't understand things when they looked at, at comic book pictures like that or what or, or maybe you know the people who created the comics felt like they just needed to explain more so people can understand what they're looking at um but like i said you know just seeing how far comics have come you you don't see that so much anymore um you know the, if anything it'll just explain the story on the first page and then maybe you know a few times throughout the comic but i mean as long as you read the dialogue and you're paying attention to the panels you you should be able to you know pick up what's going on um so this one 3.5 stars on the pop moments because yeah it was it was you know pretty badass especially seeing spider-man fight the decepticons and, and uh, excuse me and help the autobots and even then he really didn't fight anybody um he just kind of he he trapped megatron in, in in some web and megatron of course broke free of it really quickly um and then after that you know he he ends he tries to go save another autobot who ends up dying his name was gears but in the process he saves the human that megatron was was holding prisoner um so he saved somebody but in you know uh the the, the cost for it was losing an autobot um so yeah pop moment 3.5 and threat level uh this threat level was contained to the country um because the the storyline for this one the autobots or not the autobots the decepticons had found a mechanic uh, who who they found out that he can make uh, he can turn gas into whatever fuel it is that they need to survive so that's why they were holding him prisoner because uh, given that the Decepticons and Autobots have been at war for so long they were running low on fuel um, 
so yeah they 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 had to take a uh for the for the mechanic to to do what what they were asking they had to steal a lot of parts uh from like universities one in oregon and then uh there's a small panel where you know they go to washington and then uh back to uh some mountain i forgot what it's called but uh basically it was it was the whole country that was um that was being threatened by the decepticons so with that that wraps up my comic reviews for today's episode of blaze reviews Welcome back to my recording this week for my comic reviews. This week, I'm talking about Civil War II, one of the big storylines out of Marvel Comics in the, I would say probably in the last seven or eight years, I want to say. I'm not too sure when it came out, but I do have the complete trade paperback of it, which is all seven issues of it, and I'm going to be talking about it today. So, uh, getting right into it, the dilemma here in this story is that there are two sides to this. There's Tony Stark, who says that you cannot profile people for what they potentially could do in the future. Even if you see that future, the future isn't written. The future is molded by what you do in the current, which is a very strong statement. It's a very correct statement. I think that your future is never fully set. The future that you go into is based on how your circumstances are and how and what you do to change those circumstances so moving forward with that the other side of it is with captain marvel carol danvers and her saying that if we know something's gonna happen let's prevent that from happening why would we let it happen and then go fix it so with that side of the argument it's like if someone says that they're gonna if there's a vision and someone's going to like shoot up a school or stand up a bank or something like that, like you would in theory want to stop that from ever happening. So you go, you stop them and you prevent it from happening. And while that's great, but what if they never intended for that to happen? So in the storyline, there is a situation where there's a vision about a banker and they're saying that she is going to lead to mass, um, pretty much like the entire financial system of the United States just falling apart. So Carol Danvers goes and she arrests her on the basis of the vision. And because of that, they look at her briefcase, there's nothing in there. And they have no prior evidence, no links to any crime organizations on her. And so then she's just holding her captive without any proof so while she's innocent, she can't do anything. And Carol Danvers, being a, a superhuman, doesn't let her go. So it's a very like moral-driven story. And it's something that is a very interesting thing to hear and read. And I think how it played out with the powers that were there was a fascinating read. Um, so for me, overall, this is a 5 out of 5. Like, this is one of those must-read comic stories because it's such a good, just, like, moral story and, like, dilemma, and it really makes you think of what side are you on. Like, yes, you would want to prevent anything horrible from happening, but at the same time, you can't just go and arrest someone for something they haven't done yet where there's no proof that they will do it. And it it is an insane story. It, it, 
it it it's a crazy concept. It's one that I really like a lot. I've had the book for a while now, and I kind of put it off, but I started reading it tonight, and I got through it all in like an hour. So about seven issues in in this hour, and it, like it, like this story was really that good to where I enjoy reading it. I was enthralled by it. It really encapsulated me into the story, and it really makes me think like, what side of this would I be on? Ultimately, I see myself on the Tony Stark side. Like you can't profile people for things they haven't done. If there's no proof of what they're going to do happens, then why go arrest them? So that's where I stand on it because profiling is also a big thing in our current world and like society. Like people of color get profiled a ton, so like it happens. And then the other big thing is that I am really like like this is such a good story. They have a lot of good fight scenes in here, and this this features pretty much all of the Avengers. It features some insane like kill scenes and kill pages. Um, you have the Avengers, the X Men, the the Inhumans, the Guardians of the Galaxy show up as well. Like you see heroes that haven't popped up in the mainline MCU like movie film story yet. So the Inhumans are a lesser known group because even before I started reading comics, I didn't really know much about them. But they're such an important group in the comics. They haven't had any like movie time yet, so I'm fascinated to see what they plan to do with that in the future. If the Inhumans are a part of the Marvel story potentially. Anyways, uh, keep going on. Uh, five star all around. Like this is an insane read. I definitely recommend it. One of my top probably five like collections that I have. Um, definitely should read this one. I really enjoyed it. Um, as far as pop moments, five stars. You get a lot of cool scenes with Tony Stark. Carol Danvers, you see a lot of different heroes, you see a lot of different team-ups, team fights, fights are problems all around, a lot goes on in this one, and points of the story, this, I would have to say, is one of the most important storylines, this has spin-offs already, there's an X-Men story, there's a Spider-Man story, there's a, there's the Inhumans, there's the creation of a new Watcher, so for those that, that don't know, if you are currently watching What If, the person that's narrating get that big old, like, shadowy figure at the start of it, that's he's known as like as as like one of the watchers so they watch over the universe and the multiverse as a whole and so what they do is they just watch it and they record it and they talk about it amongst themselves but they don't allow themselves to interact with humans though and so there's an inhuman who becomes who finds his powers in this story at the start of it and his powers to be able to see visions of the future and so because of those powers, that's what leads to this whole debate of should we prevent these crimes from happening or should we, like, not profile people? And so his name is uh, Ulysses. And at the end of the story, he evolves so much. His power evolves so much. His power to see the future, to see visions. So there he was, like, hallucinating these things, but he was actually in the future. To where he evolves past being a human and he literally becomes like a watcher of the universe like, it, like it's like that whole panel and scene is insane to see so this is like five star problems five star uh five star overall five star importance of story uh spinoffs is there's a bunch of spinoffs of this 
uh, threat level. This was clearly planet level. And with all the heroes they brought in, like, this could lead to a bigger threat in, in the universe. If they beat a Celestial on this, they beat Thanos in this. Like, things happen in here that really you don't see happen a lot. Uh, I, I really enjoyed it. I really recommend it. Um, pick up Civil War 2 at your local comic store. That's all I got to say. And with that, that's my re review for this week for Blaze Reviews. I am Freddy Inferno. Thank you for listening.